0: Good day, my mere mortal humans. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, I couldn't sit tight. I wasn't going to drop another show until Sunday evening. So the regular schedule here at the Dustin Gold Standard is we put out a show Sunday evening, Monday evening, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday evening, And then none on Friday evening or Saturday evening, because it's basically the weekend. And so, I just had some new stuff drop in my lap. I was doing some research for next week's series on Peter Thiel. And I said, you know what, I'm going to start dropping a short episode on Friday nights and Saturday nights. Well, last night's show, which was the Thursday night show, the regular show that comes out basically Thursday night, Friday morning... For some reason, when it was uploaded into Megaphone, which is the syndication software we use, it never showed up on Apple Podcasts, which, based on the analytics, it looks like accounts for over 50% of the listens. So over 50% of you are listening on Apple Podcasts, and I apologize for that, it was not our fault. But... We've been experiencing some problems internally with some of the tech companies that we are forced to work with, and so that could have been it. Who knows? But if you're ever looking for the podcast, the video version goes up on pain.tv, and you could join at pain.tv slash gold, but I'm also working on building up another website which will just host my podcast through a external player and so if there's any problems with apple podcasts or google podcasts or spotify or amazon or wherever else this show goes you'll be able to just go over to that site and get the free version on the site instead of having to wait for the podcast player to put it in your feed. I'm just getting a little sick and tired of these issues, and so I have to take these problems into my own human hands, not my mind-twin hands, my human hands. And so I'm also working on developing on that site or a different site a place that scrapes the Internet for all of the news on transhumanism and the technocracy. And I know of other websites out there. Uh, Patrick's, uh, Patrick Woods has one and such. But I'm trying to create one hub where all of the technocracy and transhumanist news goes. I want to track all that stuff for myself. So I figured if I'm going to do it, I might as well build a website that you guys can utilize that becomes sort of the drudge report of the technocracy and that way you can share these articles look at these articles and all the articles i use in the shows i'll be able to put up there as well as a bunch of stuff that i will never get to because the technocracy and transhumanism is growing at such a rapid pace that we'll never be able to talk about everything that is out there i want to give a hat tip to uh, opt tweeter op uh i think it's op underscored t-w-e-e-t-e-r at uh i think they're i also believe they're on the pain.tv slash gold platform but they sent me over an article today and this is kind of our new little segment welcome to the fourth industrial era i hope you are freaking enjoying it no i don't that's not the name of the segment but uh, we'll come up with something but folks um, i gotta, I'm gonna just do this I've got an update on uh, so in this segment we're going to cover this um, frictionless shopping because now Kroger, remember yesterday we covered QT the convenience store uh, is now offering this frictionless shopping in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Well, now we've got Kroger, huge grocery store chain. When I lived down in Tennessee, you either shopped at Publix, which I really liked, although they got on board with COVID as well, uh, and then Kroger. And so now I'm going to cover this. Then I'm going to give you an update on Do Not Pay. That is the robot lawyer that was backed by the Peter Thiel Fellowship that we covered yesterday. I've got some exciting news on that, and then I'm going to get into sort of a broad overview with a really good article I found. I'm going to try to get the author on as a guest on transhumanism and post-humanism, and I think it's really good because we've covered a lot of this stuff in the first 20-something episodes, but I think this author does a better job than me at explaining it uh, from Silicon Valley investor side of things and so i'm going to review that for you this is going to be a short episode friday and saturdays are not going to be the standard two to two and a half hours it'll just be a half hour or so but let's see how it works out if you guys like it then i will keep doing it if you don't listen then it's not really worth my time and we'll stick to the standard, um, five days a week, but I like being behind the microphone. So if I can create more content for you stuff, that's of value to you and you appreciate it, then I will continue to do so. So up on the, uh, up on the screen here for the video viewers, we have, um, the U S sun, it's the dash sun.com. And this is an article here. From today, actually September 2nd, again shared to me by op tweeter over on Twitter there. And it says two shots. Kroger introduces way to stop skip scanning at self-checkout. It will give you a second chance to not get in trouble. Kroger has introduced a new way to stop patrons from skip-scanning at self-checkout by giving customers a second chance to do the right thing. In recent months, dozens of supermarket employees have gone viral, blasting shoppers who use self-checkout to steal. Remember I told you the days of stealing are over, folks. It says here, in August, a Walmart employee went viral after... She ripped customers with sticky fingers, revealing workers know when patrons steal at self-checkout, even when they're not nearby. According to the National Retail Federation, retailers lost more than $60 billion in sales annually in 2019 due to theft and shoplifting. And self-checkout is a big contributor to that problem. So as you can see, they created the problem by forcing everyone into self-checkout, by getting rid of all the cashiers. And now they're going to provoke the reaction, which are going to be the employees, the people who are actually going to be replaced. Well, the cashiers were replaced with self-checkout. And now the self-checkout attendees will be replaced with frictionless shopping. So as this article goes down to stay, now they created this reaction, right, which is viral videos of... $10 an hour employees at stores standing up for Walmart and Kroger and the rest of them. So this is what uh Kroger has introduced, but it's bigger than this. This is just part of it. So when a shopper skip scans, a video pops up showing a top-down recording of the shopper trying to scan the item or not, and asks if the person wants to try again or not. After the second fail to scan the program secretly alerts an associate to intervene quote when somebody sees themselves on a video it's irrefutable that's exactly what happened we don't have to argue with it and people self-correct uh same as like self-censorship on twitter And I know that uh, Legal Man over at U.S. Law Review is going through that with Twitter right now. I've lost several accounts. Mike Moore has uh, lost a giant account. And so you will self-correct. We will train you. We will teach you like a child. Don't come into our store and steal after we force you into a system that that, uh, provokes people to steal. So... Now they've got this uh, video system, but let's let's keep going here. It says, according to Tom Origi-Kroger's uh, director of asset protection, 81% of the time, customers will self-correct after watching the video playback with no associate intervention needed. They slap you on the wrist. That's what they do. Quote, the overwhelm, uh, overwhelming majority of the time, this is somebody that is not intentionally trying to get away with the product, he said. Meanwhile, Kroger has also rolled out, here we go, folks, here we go, so now they're watching you with the cameras, they're going to play you a video of yourself stealing and let you correct it, but now we go even further into the fourth industrial era, it says right here, meanwhile, Kroger has also rolled out its Krogo cart option for customers that comes with a built-in camera patrons can put in their reusable grocery bags or buy some from the store before wandering around the aisles customers pick up and scan items before putting them into the cart shoppers can also weigh produce such as fruit and vegetables on the scales that are on the buggy now i did not go into a deep dive on this because at this point we've already seen into uh In-Q-Tel, cia-backed companies Invested in this frictionless shopping, we've seen Israeli defense contractors invested and behind this type of stuff. So we're going to just jump over here to Kroger.com/slash/Ways-two-shop/slash/Krogo K-R-O-G-O. And over here, we can see Krogo Caper, faster checkout, less contact. And on their website, they go through the technology. Introducing a new and innovative way to shop at your local Kroger, Krogo is a cart with a built-in scale and camera providing an easier shopping experience with less contact and faster checkout. You see, this is why I call uh, COVID land the high school theater drama Um, the Great Reset, because it reset us. So now, whether you believe it or not, we're all supposed to be fearful of other humans and contact with other humans. Humans have cooties, they have germs. I don't know how these people got through kindergarten with all the cooties that were floating around from those damn girls, damn girl cooties. And so now you're supposed to be afraid of cooties forever. And so you adopt and you accept this new frictionless, contactless technology that is being rolled out in the fourth industrial era. I mean, we are technically still in the fourth industrial revolution, as these um, all of the the new uh, biotech companies, the new genetic modification, the nanobots, the overuse of these quote-unquote vaccines, uh, A.I., uh, mind twinning and everything so we're seeing that roll out we're in the revolution but really we have entered the fourth industrial era because all this stuff is coming into practice again this stuff was already created they're just rolling it out into the public now for adoption so it says right here shop and check out from your cart you can scan and bag right uh, from the cart as you shop and pay for the cart and exit quickly through the self-checkout area now I went over this in detail in an episode about Instacart and the frictionless shopping. So if you're interested in this, I've showed videos and everything else and really broke it down for you and I used it as a teaching moment um, so that you could learn how to investigate companies behind this technology, investors behind this technology, governments behind this technology. But here, I just want to play the uh, little promo video for you off Kroger's website. Okay, and so what they're doing uh, is they're showing, uh, let me back this up because there's words on the screen. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn down the uh, volume on the music and I will narrate it for you because they're not speaking. So, of course, you see a woman uh, coming into the store and grabbing the shopping cart and she's, of course, wearing a mask. She has to be. She's afraid of contact, right? So she's got uh, a shopping cart, and it's basically got what looks like a cash register mounted to the top of it with a scale. And it says right here, bring your own reusable bags or purchase in store. And, of course, she's setting up her bag in the cart. Place personal items in the front basket. So you just place the items in the basket and then it shows scan your rewards card or enter your alternate id and so she's scanning her rewards card and then she's pushing the card around the store and then she she you see her picking up apples it says whey produce right on the cart And so you're touching the the little touch screen. It's like an iPad, a tablet. And so she's weighing stuff and putting it in. She goes over. She walks by a lady in the floral apartment, of course, wearing a mask, and they wave to each other and squint with their eyes, which is the new way that you smile when you still wear a mask. And so it says, scan the barcode items to add to your cart. And this is exactly like the Israeli frictionless shopping company that we looked at in the episode I did on that technology. This is not like the one, uh, like QT, where you walk in and there's 3D cameras everywhere. Of course, they're using that technology now to catch you uh, stealing at the the self-checkout. So now it says like if you change your mind and it shows her pulling an item out of the cart and then you actually have to bandily remove any item quickly and you can do it easily uh, using the touch screen. and you put it back on the shelf, right? So basically you're rolling around the store with a self-checkout in your cart. It says easiest checkout ever. Then you go over to the self-checkout and you check out with your credit card right on your cart. And then you return the cart to the lobby when you're finished. I wonder how many people are going to try to steal these carts with computers attached to them. I mean, who knows? This is getting to be ridiculous. So that one is like the Israeli tech company again. You just roll around the store and basically you're doing the self-checkout while you're rolling around. So it's not saving you any time because you're still scanning each product you still have to remove each product using the scanner you still have to weigh all the vegetables but again folks this is the technology coming into practice you're seeing it be rolled out now it's going to be interesting to see how many people adopt it because to me it frankly seems like a nuisance I, in fact, would not even using it, uh, use it, and I use some technology knowing the dangers of it, because sometimes I have to, or I figure if everyone else is, uh, and it's not like tracking my heart rate or anything, what the hell, I'm going to do it, but... This one does not seem easy, just like the Israeli tech company, but folks, it's rolled out. They're now spying on you with cameras when you're at self-checkout, which they force you into, and now they're rolling around uh, computers mounted to the top of shopping carts, and you are going to become your own cashier. So welcome to the force industrial era. I am Klaus Schwab, and I'll be back after this short break. This is Dustin Gold on the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold right here on the Dustin Gold Standard. And you're listening to Payne.tv. Join us at Payne.tv slash gold. All right, folks, let's just jump right to the next story. I hope you enjoyed that segment. So Kroger, this huge grocery store chain is rolling out frictionless shopping. Big surprise Big surprise, big surprise. Uh, Maria Albanese, Mike Moore, myself. We've all been talking about this for the last couple of years, and now we're seeing it in practice. Now, let me give you an update here on uh, more wonderful tech here in the fourth industrial era. Yesterday, I did a segment on robot lawyer do not pay.com and this is a warning this is a public service announcement do not upload your legal problems to these people you may not pay cash but you will pay with your soul this company is backed by peter thiel as i showed you yesterday Now, I made a comment yesterday, and I wanted to double check last night because I was going to correct myself if I was wrong. I showed you this company robot lawyer, which allows you to upload your legal problems and then go through and get advice and then basically file all your own lawsuits and fight your traffic tickets from their app. And we showed you the video of the founder of that company and he said that he was backed by the Peter Thiel Fellowship, right? And so I brought you over to the Thiel Fellowship website, which I have up on the screen. And it's basically a two-year program. You get $100,000. And what it does is it you actually have to drop out of school, out of college, to go into this entrepreneurial program backed by Peter Thiel and we showed you that the Thiel puts the money behind this right here up on the screen, founded by technology and um, entrepreneur and investor Peter Thiel in 2011. The Thiel Fellowship is a two-year program for young people who want to build new things. And so I made a comment on the show yesterday, and I said, well, in my opinion, what's probably going on, because Peter Thiel, the technocrat, Peter Thiel, the government contract welfare queen, Peter Thiel partner of CIA, uh, Peter Thiel, whose Palantir software, which was started with CIA money and is now partnered with the IRS to help track you down and uh, go through all of your financial transactions, social media posts, and phone records. Yeah, that's all true. I said that he probably is using something like this because he has no interest in helping you fight the bureaucracy or fight you know, the big corporations, because he is that. He is the bureaucracy in big corporations. And so the info he was collecting on you was probably going to be used to uh, help out one of his companies like Palantir. And remember, we saw with uh, AI Foundation and Lars Butler and Deepak Chopra offering to allow you to help Deepak Chopra train his deepfake Deepak Chopra By using his app, you're helping train it. And then you can actually go on AI Foundation and start building your own uh, mind twin. Or you could go on Metaphysic, which I showed you was backed by an investment company whose senior principal uh, was a former, former investor with the CIA. And so I brought that up and I said, you know, let let me just double check. If Peter Thiel's fellowship organization gives you a grant do you in fact have to turn over any kind of equity or control to him because deep in my heart i said to myself there's no way peter thiel is backing something like this for nothing and so i went over to the faq um on the org, and it says uh there's questions on here do i need a team to apply Do I need to drop out to accept the fellowship? The answer to that is yes. Can I apply to the fellowship if I'm still in school? Yes. Though if you're selected, you'll need to drop out in order to accept the fellowship. Do I need a pitch deck to apply? How many fellows do you select? And then it says right here, how does that grant work? It says fellows receive $100,000 spread out over two years. We do not take equity in your company. So I said, oh, I'm going to have to correct myself because if they're telling you they don't, that's the furthest I can get in this research, then they don't. And I better not tell people that Peter Thiel is like behind do not pay in its current iteration uh, if they're not. But uh, because this is how I work, folks, I can't quit. I go over to venturebeat.com. I had a good article on Business Insider, but now they want me to subscribe. Uh, and I just don't want to I don't want to do that. But uh, I found it on venturebeat.com. It says do not pay's. That's the company we're talking about. Do not pay's legal bots help consumers fight the system during lockdown. And here we go, folks, because there's always a wizard behind the curtain. No. It says right here, to capitalize on the growth, the first part of the article talks about do not pay, how many customers they have and such. I don't need to get into all of that with you. But it says right here, to capitalize on this growth, do not pay. So this is after do not pay's founder worked under the Thiel fellowship, and now his company is ready To go out and look for startup capital, that's all part of what Thiel coaches you to do. What does it say here? Do not pay today. Announced it has raised $12 million at an $80 million valuation in a Series A round of funding led by existing investor, uh, KOTU Management, the New York-based investment firm behind a number of notable startups, including Uber, Lyft, Box, and Snap. Participants in the round include Andreessen Horowitz. We'll get to that in a minute because we've talked about them before, connected to other companies that we have analyzed. But participants in, uh, in the round include Andreessen Horowitz, Peter Thiel's Founders Fund, and uh Felice's Ventures, blah 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 blah. So it says right here, this round takes Do Not Pay's total funding to more than $16 million. In the Business Insider piece, if I remember correctly, it said that Thiel had put in $4.7 million. So Peter Thiel owns a large chunk of Do Not Pay. He supplied the money for the incubator stage through the Thiel Fellowship. And so I stand... I stand not corrected, folks. I stand correct. I stand correct. And so Peter Thiel is behind Do Not Pay. Plus, we now have an early investor here, a lead investor, Andreessen Horowitz, who we brought up before, who's Andreessen Horowitz. We go back to 2011. In this article on globalventuring.com, and this is an article InQtel helps Platfora raise 5.7 million. And it says, US based data software company Platfora secured $5.7 million of Series A funding yesterday from InQtel, the venture capital firm backed by the US Central Intelligence Agency, and venture capital firm Andreessen Horowitz. And I've showed you other examples. Andreessen Horowitz is regularly partnered with InQtel which is the CIA, on a number of tech companies. So now you have a CIA partner, Andreessen Horowitz. You have Peter Thiel behind. Do not pay the robot lawyer. So I warn you again, this is a PSA. This is because I love you guys. I don't want to see anyone get flim-flammed. I am an actual consumer advocate. Folks, do not, do not upload data to do not Do not give these people copies of your driver's license, copies of your social security card, copies of your traffic tickets. Uh, do not tell them about the fights that you're getting in with big corporations, upload your um, airline tickets, or any of that kind of stuff, folks. God only knows where this is going. Uh, Peter Thiel owns a significant chunk of Do Not Pay. From what I saw, he put in 4.7 million of the 16 million in the early round, meaning he definitely has some kind of a board seat in this company. He is like their mentor. They came through the Teal Foundation, uh, the Teal Fellowship. So do not, do not, do not, in this fourth industrial era, do not upload your data to this company, do not pay. I'm telling you, it's going to come back to bite you. I don't know for sure. It is my opinion that the data that goes into this goes to somebody. And it could be used even for Palantir and their contract with the IRS. Who knows? But remember, as Yuval Noah Harari has said to us many times, that the data is gold. In the future, those who control the data will be the gods of the new era. And now I'm going to take a short commercial break as you think about the new era, about the fourth industrial revolution, and put a note down wherever you keep notes. Do not ever get tricked into do not pay.com. Don't do it, folks. When I come back, I'm going to break down transhumanism and post-humanism for you. It's an incredible article. And again, I'm going to try to get this author on as a guest. But folks, I will be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold